the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, now two hours, seven to nine. And I normally give us the, uh, we discuss and dissect political talking points, and you know what I do, I rip them to shreds. Bipartisan skullduggery, we rip it apart, we expose it, we show the fraud, the corruption, and the hypocrisy. So today is going to be a little different, because today is a very special holiday weekend. This is Memorial Day. This is when, not just our relatives that we know, not just some people that we know down the block, but this is where men literally gave up their lives so that we could have ours. Not that we could be ruled, but we could be free. So, you know, it, it bothers me today. I, I was raised by, uh, I had a wonderful family. My mother and her family were great. And my aunt specifically, who I used to stay with during the day because my mother worked. And uh, daily she would take me to the cemetery. Her name was Flory, my Auntie Flory. And her sons are my brothers, basically, even though they're cousins. And um, Auntie Flory was this beautiful woman who had this constant sad look on her face and the reason is her oldest son was killed in vietnam so this is a day i learned how to drive in the cemetery not because my family had a sense of humor but because i was there every day and Auntie flory wanted to have time with her son so this is very special to me and uh you know i i had uncles that fought in world war ii just like all of you you we're all in the same boat and um that's why liberty and the principles of americanism are so important I think they should be that way to everybody. I think we live in a world surrounded by fools. And nobody, no, no location on, in America describes that better than Chicago, Illinois. But um, I go to the cigar store like I do every morning. Like I did every morning during the lockdown. And I clean the toilets and I mop the floor and vacuum and smoke my cigars. And I turn on the TV. And I listen to it in the background like a housewife in the 60s listening to TV as I'm doing the housework. And I hear on Fox News, this man come up and say, this is the day where we pay respect and homage to all of the souls that died for our liberty. And it was just something in that sentence that I said, really? Really? Do you think that even though many, many millions of boys bought that line, and even though they were ignorant to just how our, our fraud politicians were usurping our liberty with each one of their corrupt policies written by 
campaign contributors and by their scum votes and enriching themselves. They didn't know that. The kids didn't know that. Who bought that propaganda BS. Because in today's America, in today's nonsense, we're some little troll. I don't think we're going to be ready by May 29th, but my hope is that soon in June that we will be ready. Yeah. Is that why the relatives died? Is that why the boys died? I'm just curious. Was that the move or is it this guy? So we are we are on the same page. Yeah. Um, all of these decisions that have to be made, they're so nuanced. Yeah, they're so nuanced. Isn't freedom nuanced? Isn't your rights as a human being to your life and to your property, isn't it so nuanced? This is, this is the, the Memorial Day where we recognize that they did it for nothing. That it was taken away with the flip of a switch. All of your economic life and all of your rights as you sit there in house arrest and you walk around with your little slave plates on because of somebody else's spittle. They may get nervous if you, if you spit when you talk and you may be asymptomatic. Are you aware of just how far back we have slid? Because to me, what's the difference between some fat slob inbred King because of his lineage and the loins of his father versus Pritzker. What's the difference? Except maybe six inches of height. I think King George was a big guy, but not this midget. So today, as we all, this is the, we buy the BS and the taglines will come up and we'll, we'll show Arlington. This is where all of your kids and your uncles and, and they died. And, it, and to me, they don't finish the sentence because in the year 2020 in America, They died for absolutely nothing. All of it. I'm sorry. You want to listen, you want to feel good about yourself? Put a hot dog in the microwave, put an old baseball game on, watch a rerun, and pretend you're alive. But for the people to sit around and wait for some midget troll, hermaphrodite, to tell you it's okay to go to the park, it's okay to go and live. I'm sorry, boys and girls. That's not America. It's not freedom. It's not liberty. You're a serf. And I'm not doing it easy. I'm sorry. I'm not going quietly. So to wait for these half men and half women to tell us it's okay to go out and earn a living and see our family and to spread this fear based on an infinitesimal number. And yes, the disease is real. And yes, thousands, tens of thousands, 90,000 people in America died. But what they don't want you to know is 2.8 million Americans die every year, and that number hasn't wiggled. We all die sometime. We're not all supposed to live on our knees. That's what makes this country different than all of the others. That's why today is such a special weekend. That's why mothers never smile. That's why brothers feel cheated. And fathers drink. That's why. But they do that, and they can do it because they tell themselves there was a reason. Because they did it for our freedom, for freedom of people they didn't even know. Not a greater show of bravery can be done than that. But what you realize in the year 2020 is that brave men died for cowards. Cowards! Not just the ones that make the rules and the restrictions as if they're little demigods with their baby soft hands and their pretend man costumes on, but all the ones who don't fight back. I'm sorry, it's not going to be easy, but I'll be damned if I let those 
millions of boys and girls that died for freedom as I sit here and shut my mouth as I wait for these walking punchlines to tell me it's okay to live. I'm sorry. I'll die on my feet versus live on my knees. Why won't you? Do you just do you just wrap yourself in that BS? Feel real good. Land of the free, home of the brave. Do you, are you listening to this? I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not taking it easy. I'm sorry. I am not going to go quietly into slavery. I don't know why anybody ever did. I can't fathom it. But we used to have people that understood. Understood what this was about. Today is the day we put aside to remember fallen heroes and to pray that no heroes will ever have to die for us again. Well, you're it's a day have of thanks to. for the valor of others, a day to remember the splendor of America and those of our children who rest in this cemetery and others. Isn't it splendid? As from coast to coast, two-bit for-sale politicians Lock you and everyone you know in your house. Strip away your way to make a living. Make you a prisoner in your own country. Isn't it great? Didn't they die for something? Young Holmes served in the Civil War. He might have been thinking of the crosses and stars of Arlington when he wrote, At the grave of a hero we end not with sorrow at the inevitable loss, but with the contagion of his courage. And with a kind of desperate joy, we go back to the fight. Well, all of these men were different, but they shared this in common. They loved America very much. There was nothing they wouldn't do for her, and they loved with the sureness of the young. It's hard not to think of the young in a place like this, for it's the young who do the fighting and dying when a peace fails and a war begins. Now, did you know that they did that so some fat, useless trust fund baby could take away your business? Or some pretend man in her little midget costume could take away the lakefront and the parks and your freedom to walk about? Isn't that why they all sacrificed? Of course, I guess that's only if .0003% of the population die from the flu. And we'll ignore the fact that 81% of those that died were above 70 in an old people's home. Fet slobs like our governor or of ill health in the beginning. At what point in America? We're supposed to be so smart. You know, I had a friend of mine from grade school. Big guy, family, money, the whole nine yards. He's smart. He's so smart, he's a socialist now. You people better wake up and remember the sacrifices rather than paying lip service and, and, and eating a hot dog pretending you're at a ball game. 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody so you'll have to forget. I filled in on the morning show Friday with Dan Prof. I love it, but it's a different gig. You know, it's his gig. I can't just stop all over. I love doing it. I have such a good time. But he was playing these clips. These Lori Lightfoot. These, I guess he's, I, I, this fat slob governor we have. As he plays... Not just despot, but victim. That's the part I think that, that, that fries me the most, is that he has now positioned himself to where he is somehow 
the victim. And it's all about, you know, these these evil Republicans. See, what they're doing is they're bringing Nazi flags. They're clearly Nazis. But he doesn't have the understanding of what a Nazi is to recognize. He is acting as a Nazi. Well, not only that, but that's what the signs were pointing out. Exactly. The signs were pictures of him next to pictures of Hitler and saying, see any difference. So he's claiming this Nazi logic. I'm going to see if I could play this. Link Republican elected officials to Nazi demonstrators. Uh, they linked themselves. There were elected officials that are in the Bank of Springfield building right now who are out there speaking. Uh, in front of the crowds that were holding pictures of Hitler, swastikas, and they knew they were there. They were holding up signs that said death to tyrants. Uh, and then they had other signs that you know depicted me. Uh, and yes. Hitler. So uh, yes. I would say that the Republicans That's have tagged the them. McBath, it is the greatest it is spin job. Unbelievable psychological projection. Listen to me. The, the, I don't know who is complacent in this. I've known for a long time, right? I grew up in this area. Yeah. People are in on the BS, brother. They profit themselves from it. Well, that's that's why they the vote system. for Kathleen Willis when her name goes up on a sign and a guy says vote for her if you want your job. I get the game. But what I don't get is how everybody, Democrat and Republican, are not saying on a Memorial Day weekend, my cousin, my father, my so-and-so, my neighbor, they didn't die. And sacrifice so you could lock me in my house. I'm sorry, McBeth. I'm having a real hard time. All right, let's go to the lines in order. No one get mad at me. Uh, Nick, thanks for calling. How are you? Yeah, thank you, man. You sound like Dan. uh, I'm telling you, I don't know. I sound more manly than Dan is a girl. Go ahead. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Jeez, Sean. Yeah, I made a few just points here in a piece of paper just like to rattle them off about the sequence of things, and I think I'm pretty accurate about to show how unfortunate this is, how to use it against Trump. You're using uh, a cheat sheet? travel Nick? ban. With, I do the whole huh? show without a cheat sheet. you using a cheat sheet? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I got it going order. Uh, it's go just, ahead. It, it only takes about half a minute. Right. Um, Trump uh, put in the travel ban on January 31st. He uses instincts from some information he got about some serious things going on in China, and everybody else basically disagreed with him in his administration, but he went ahead and did it anyhow. Uh, some people then called it the novel corona, and still do. That means a new type of coronavirus, which is a pernicious uh, type, you know, very... Uh, um, Don't say pernicious, type, I think of Willy Wonka. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Yes, same to you. And uh, then the so-called the experts, I put in quotation marks, were not in agreement about all these things at first, if we remember that. So that led politicians genuinely to get confused as to what's going on, you know. Because uh, nobody wants to be responsible for shutting out a whole area and then find out he, he was well, see, foolish, you know, for doing that. That's, but that's then the communist Chinese, as we know, uh, restricted travel between Wuhan, where the uh, virus broke out. Nick, how it broke out. Nick, don't get yeah. mad at me. I got I got other callers, and I got to get to the line. And plus, okay. you're using a cheat well, sheet. I frowned was, upon cheat sheets. Yeah. Go ahead. What's it boil down to? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it all comes down to is then... Uh, then it went. Uh, they allowed the Chinese allowed, however, people travel to, for example, Europe, Italy, yeah, which is I, where I, they do the most business. Brother, I get, and the, then, I get the timeline, Nick, but here's what I don't get: it's not about anything like that. To me, it's about right and wrong. Yeah, it's that. That's it. We are men, women, adults. Right. And what I was going to say to him, you know, he said, you know, it's the novel coronavirus. Yes, because it's the first time we've seen this particular coronavirus. 
So the first three weeks of lockdown, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Oh boy, I was. You go well, but here you go. Yeah. Here's here's three weeks until we find out exactly what's going on with yeah. this thing. We get the test. Okay, now we have a little bit more an idea. Let's ease this up. Oh, now we've got even more of an idea. And, you know, God forbid that we lose the same so amount of not, people we lose every year. You're not, like, into this stuff? And so, no, no hugging. No, no handshakes. I'm a hugger. I'm not. A, I'm a handshake. We have to be I, I kiss you right now. I'll run in the other room and kiss you. I'm a kisser, too. I will give you all the cooties all I right. got. Let's go, Jim. Thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? How are you, my friend? Good. Good. Well, my uh, dad exciting. and uncle both fought in the World War II, members of the, of the greatest generation that helped us uh, keep our freedoms and this is a lesson we all need to remember this weekend for all the young people that aren't aware of what's going on. <clears throat> but I also wanted to talk about the, um, there's a judge down in uh, Clay County, Judge uh, McKaney. He wrote a very nice piece about Pritzker's orders and how stupid it is and how, how lack of, how it's devoid of common sense. And he brings up a lot of good points. So I would. Yeah, well, he better have yeah, his things in a it. box. Is that the same Clay yeah, County judge that re- sometimes carried it? And there's other places people can go with Judge Mahaney. Right. He made his comments on the 22nd. Yeah, it's I see. Excellent read. Hey, I Jim, saw is that the same judge that uh, that overturned Pritzker's stay-at-home orders? I I, I believe so. Yes. Okay, because he's stepping around that, going to the federal courts now, and the uh, DOJ even jumped in and said that it's it doesn't belong in federal court. Exactly. Question so we're going to get laws. this thing overturned. Yep. All right. Well, he knows the futility of the system. He's in it. Yeah, and he knows right now he's well, got he's, a box in the corner he's just for his things on the desk. On, on the desk. All right, let's clean up the lines. I do love when you call, Bart. Thanks for calling the show. How are you, buddy? How bad could I be, Daddy? Oh, I'm talking to you. Thank you, thank you. Pretty bad. Hey, man, do you notice like the language where they talk to us like we're errant children? And does anybody think that this isn't just a warm up? for global warming or the next well, thing they want to use to I go think, get in your house. Bart, first of all, I don't know how people don't notice the tone in their voice. I honestly don't know how you can listen to this as a man. I think a lot of people are looking something. for a parent. That's why. And That's t- what they want. I'll tell you another thing, Bart. They're telling you, if you listen to the innuendo of exactly what they're saying, they're telling you they're going to do it next flu season. If you really listen to them, not just the, the, the nonsense Trojan horse phrases they use, but the intent of what they're saying, they're telling you next time is going to be worse and we're going to be more in front of it and we're going to lock you down faster and harder. I mean, that's what both Pritzker and Lightfoot are saying. So you oh, know, here's the other thing, too. Yeah. If I worship my God, I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, see, that, that's that's why the Nazi reference to Pritzker is so appropriate. Because that's what all communists and all socialists do, is they take the place of your God. You worship them. And after all, they get to tell you when it's okay to worship another God. And they sell it as a removal of an ethical or moral standard, but it's just a replacement with their own moral standard. It's times like this I wish I was religious. Because I would, I would really... Still time. Yeah. Nah, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. I'm not interested. Thank you, Bart. I really do appreciate yeah. it. Can you read it off next time? Yeah, that's all right. I think it was the girlfriend helping him. You know, I'm, a, I'm an aphrodisiac for Bart. He uses, me, he uses me as, a, as, as, as foreplay on a date. It's just, it's great. I mean, I'm flattered by it. All right, let's go to Edward. I'm Thanks for your gross glad I didn't Edward, ask you. How are you? Am I on? Yes. Hi, I love the way you start out acknowledging the veterans. On Sunday nights, I sit out and I have my cigar in Humboldt Park and listen to the Freedom Hour. Tonight, I got my flag out. I'm the only one on the block with a flag out, a predominantly Puerto Rican neighborhood. They want statehood, but I'm the only one with the flag out. 
Mm-hmm. I worked out at the Merck where you did years yeah. ago. I'm in the real. I'm in the listen. I'm in the real estate business. I'm in, I'm a foreclosure negotiator, and uh, you're fighting a good fight. And I salute you for it. And I thank you for it. You and Prof and those people in Michigan that came up to the courthouse with guns. And it only takes three yeah. percent. And these people voted for you know Pritzker and Lightfoot. All these people. Now they can suffer the consequences, but I've made my living off of these dopes for years just because <laughs> I've redistributed right. their. Yeah, but so, so Edward, thanks. let let me ask you a couple of questions. What pit are you in? S and P pit and the Euro pit at the Merck. Dude, that's what I did back month Euro dollars. I know. Oh, are you kidding me? How is it? Is it dead? Is it just dead? What? What? What's that? Is it dead? Are the pits dead? You got to remember when I was there, three thousand guys shoved in that pit, kid. I mean, yeah, I could they, tell you, they merged, it, yeah, it was soaked in they merged sweat with the board of trade and they yeah. went handheld. And now there's, there's nothing. You can do everything online, oh. but what a great, glorious time for many, many years. Yeah, I know. And, and so, now did, I, so did my banker. I trade a little, you know, I trade, I manage, I trade and I manage a little bit. And I, I'm a foreclosure negotiator, which is huge. You know, it's, I've made, I've sent both my kids to expensive college off of these dopes. Well, so I'll tell you what, Ed, you're going to be real busy, and you know this. What's coming in the future, thanks for calling the show, and we're going to get into that in a second hour. Remind me, Macbeth, what's economic, it's the perfect storm for depression, but we're going to live through it because of guys like Edward. This is where you can make fortunes, too. Don't be disgruntled. 312-642-5600. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. All right, you know me. I got to take the calls when the callers are there. So let's get them. You've been waiting patiently. Paul, thank you so much for calling. How are you, buddy? Good. Hey, Sean, how you doing? My son, Brendan Barrett, and I, we met you at the Freedom Summit over in 2019. Oh, at sure. the Western Hotel. Yeah. I was just calling in. Do you have, are there any I protests going on for Monday? Do I have any? Yeah, Itasca. Sorry about that. Yeah, in Itasca. No problem. What, what, are there I, any protests? Don't ever apologize to me. Protests tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. I think At there's Grand one. Park? Isn't there one in the in the? Uh, I was looking on Twitter, and I think there's one at Buckingham. Or there's one yesterday? at Buckingham Fountain. I don't know if that was today or or, or tomorrow. Um, oh, okay. You want to know what's happened to me, Paul? I what's am so I am so disgusted with that scum city, and I say that for this reason. They've been voting this way for 100 years, man. These scum little neighborhoods, they knew what they were getting. They didn't care what it was. They're going to vote for whoever their their capo mafia alderman tells them to vote for. This is such a corrupt city that I don't even want to go in it anymore. In fact, I get sick to my stomach when I have to drive east of Harlem to the Onion Roll, which I do on occasion still. The idea that I'm going to go down there and give them my money and drive through their scummy streets and, 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 and just surround myself with that. I can't do it anymore, Paul. Isn't that terrible? Uh, I am, no, I'm getting out of here this week. I'm go, this week, oh, okay. I'm, going, I'm going to Florida this week. And I'm, I, I, I made my mind up. I told my wife, I said, look, man, I know we were going to wait till after my daughter get, you know, she's got a year left. And you guys could do that. But after watching what I'm watching and seeing the kind of tolerance for this Nazism. And I'm sorry, I know not a lot of radio hosts are going to identify it, but they're national socialists who are fascists 
who are now telling us, not only do we lock you down this time, we're going to lock you down more next time. And for me, brother, nah, I'm going to Florida. So I made the decision. I told my wife I'm heading out this week. I don't know if it's Wednesday, Thursday, but I'm going to grab one of my daughters or maybe both. I'm getting out of here. I'm just right. doing it. Hey, how'd that flood go? When you're, what was that your brother-in-law's basement? It was my flooded? basement. Thank you for asking. Oh, and you know, your basement, your father-in-law's me, basement. Sean, my, son, my son, Brendan, and I would have came over and helped you. Oh, we got to get along. Paul's number. Oh, Someone did offer to help. <laughs> yeah, we did get help. But here's what here's what happened. It was uh, the storm. I got very lucky. I have a walkout basement. Yeah. And it was the storm sewer. That okay. came up and then in the back door, my wife got it up right away. Okay. I didn't even I didn't even have to just do anything. Water then, just Storm. clear water. Yeah. My neighbor, uh, the gray, brand new neighbor, young kid. He's got the two little kids. He's uh, a nice guy. I, I'm smoking a cigar the next day. He goes, "Hey, did you get water?" I go, "Yeah, I, just a little bit." We cleaned it up. He goes, "I got sewage," and I was just like, "Oh, that's a game." Put the house for sale and get the hell out. One time sewage. And I'm out. How of How far are you from the Desplaines River? I, I, I could hit a golf. <clears throat> I could hit a golf ball there. Right. Easy for you to say. I need some water. Thank you, Paul, for calling the show. I truly appreciate it. We got time for Matt. Matt, hey, go, ahead. go ahead. I've got to drink water. Hey, Sean, how are you? <clears throat> Choking on a peanut. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good. I, I missed the whole first segment. So I'm, 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 your, your phone guy caught me up a little bit and said that you said everything angry that well, you know what it is, I Matt. I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a loyal slave. I, I. I. I don't like to get pushed around. Since I was a kid, I didn't like bullies. I didn't like them, and I didn't tolerate them. And I got. You know, listen, I didn't get this nose reading books. I took my lumps. Well, I'm willing to take my lumps. I'm never gonna take a back seat, and I'm never gonna have some freak tell me that my ancestors and your ancestors and our legacy of what this country is is all for nothing because they say so. Not on my watch, kid. Well, did did you happen to see? I'm I'm a veteran, by the way. Oh, and uh, one of the things one of the things I wanted to say is you never say Happy Memorial Day to a veteran because it's not a happy day for us. And a lot of people have said that to me today. Oh, this is a somber day, but this but, one in the year 2020 hey, is the to saddest. Be fair, of them all. Are you wearing a shirt that says I'm a veteran or anything? I mean, or do people? Know no, my, mine mine says Range Day. It's a uh, close it's a, uh, a grunt style shirt. But hey, did you happen to see? That's and like I said, I missed the first segment. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see the the New York Times op-ed today that their editorial board put out, mm. blasting the U.S. military on Memorial Day weekend for having the the, the our bases named after what they call white supremacists? They, 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 listen to me. The new, did you say New York Times? Yeah. Those are the ones that yeah, hid, the, those are the ones that hid what was going on in in, in Nazi Germany for what two years? Oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean, come yeah, on. the, the yeah, fact but, that anyone would even buy that rag, this is the problem. They walk around these phony erudites. I had this happen to me on Facebook. See, here's what it is, Matt. Whether you served in the military, whether your uncle did, they don't judge you as a man. The way that you're judged is if you agree with them. That's why their philosophies that they subscribe to all are about force. This is why I'm loving oh, yeah. This is the one time to show your kids. How do you like it when liberal Democrats run, run things? Are you having a good time? Because what they are yeah, are Well, fascists. that's why I brought it up. Yeah. That's why I brought it up, because at the end of the day, it's just, an, it's just another boot on the throat that, that they're throwing out there. And, and we all know that, that the liberals hate our military. Just, and this is just another, another you, example. And you know, I, thought, you know, I thought you'd agree with me on it. I totally agree. It's obvious that they do. I got to tell you, Edward, I'm not one of these guys. We used to have a guy on this radio show that used to do all this stupid nonsense and pander to people. Support the blue. You got to love the military. I do. But I also think, Edward, or you know this, 
We've been, Matt, excuse me, we've been misused. <laughs> we've been misused. Our military's been used as a propaganda machine to expand po- political money and yeah. power. So I, I wish we were a little bit more selective about what we were doing rather than blindly supporting something. You're worried now? Just wait for the food shortage and they yeah. give us all uh, nutritional value. But Matt, love the soldiers. I hate the men that control them. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. I just want you to hear this because it's amazing. When I heard it on Friday, you know, Danny cuts all the clips. You know, Dan does a radio show the way you're supposed to. I come here with nothing, but I I heard this, my eyeball, I could feel like that twitch. Remember Neil Clint Eastwood movies? I got that. Here you go. There's no vaccine. There's no cure. We're still at risk. COVID's still here. It's still getting people sick, and, it's, and people are still dying. And so no matter what phase we move into until we get a vaccine, the basic precautions that we have all now know well that we've been living with are still going to be in play. You're still going to need to um, uh, practice social distancing. That's just a given. Wait a minute. Whether we open up a restaurant, a barbershop, whatever it is, you're still going to need to practice social distancing. This is your life now. So there's These no difference. Between that are now ubiquitous everywhere. They are going to be necessary every time you step out of your house, period, for the foreseeable future. That is just going to be the new reality. Who are you talking to? You She's midget? not an epidemiologist. You He's don't not a tell me to do anything. First off, freak. Period. You know, I've always said, my mother used to tell me, beauty is skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. And nobody embodies that more than this troll, let alone the fact, you bug-eyed bimbo, you're going to tell me that no matter what I do for the foreseeable future, I'll do it your way? Not on your life, kid. Not on your life, you walking punchline. Eduardo, thanks for calling the show. I think I scared him. Eduardo, are you there? Come in the fall. Oh, okay. And Sean, what do you think about this casino thing? I don't think it's going to be uh, successful s- like the lottery was. so glad you brought that up, brother. I watched that other uh, buffoon, Flannery, today, and he had on the bug-eyed one, little Beetlejuice. And she went from specifically saying, Church- churches, you have to come within cr- close proximity. There's a close proximity. So no, we're not going to, let that happen in the foreseeable future. In the next breath, he said, well, what about the casino? She said, oh, we'll get that open this year. So I can't go to church, but you cozy on up to the dice table. Come on, let's go heartache, baby. Roll it. Triple four, or double yeah. four. I mean, the, the, Don't ask me for an idea at the uh, liquor store, but, uh, you know, when it comes to boating, uh, oh, no, don't bother with the ID. The, listen, they are a mafia, brother. A mafia isn't three Italian guys sipping espresso talking about Monday night football. This is the mafia. Because if it puts money in their pocket, you could do it. If it doesn't, you sit in your house and shut up. And by the way, when you leave that house, you put on that slave plate and you cover up those hands. Listen, I don't know what kind of man listens to this and says, okay. I honestly don't know. Because what they do, Eduardo, is they hide with that full virtue, like they care about your mother and father. When the reality is, they are loving this because they look at you with a covetous nature. And what they hate about our system is we don't have to be in their phony clubs to be free. 
That's why they that's why they constantly are attacking the structures of freedom and liberty. They don't like that people lesser than them have freedom. And their whole goal is to undermine that. Because for the first time in her pathetic punchline life, and that goes for Fatso Governor too, they feel like men. Both of them. This is the first time they feel important and they feel like real men. Little Pugsley always had to travel in the shadow of his mommy and daddy because everyone knew. He knew at night when he laid that pumpkin he calls a head on the pillow. He knew that everyone laughed at him that he encountered that day. Everybody laughed at him and everybody knew without that daddy's money, you'd be nothing, kid. You'd be putting armor all on my tires if it wasn't for your mom and dad. And he didn't like that. So now he's got the power. And this is why he spent hundreds of millions buying political favoritism. It's very well maybe the most, you know, most meaningful thing he's ever done in his life. Not just the Blagojevich tapes for, for, I don't know, would they have 18 minutes of him carving up the the, the, uh, Illinois politics like it was some big pie for dessert? How could these people vote for his piece of garbage? I mean it. And how could you sit idly by as he locks you down and takes away your business? I'll tell you how. Well, you know, not not how people could vote for him, but I could tell you how he got elected. Idiots? Uh, well, no, I think it's because the Corrupt. you know the last governor we had Pensions? turned his back on this base. No, let me tell you something right you now. If people were, if more people were willing to go vote for Rauner, JB wouldn't have had a chance. He got elected the way they've been getting elected for a hundred years. Well, of course, they've been enriching those who vote for you him. Can still override whether they're government that. cheese babies or they got these phony jobs where they pretend they're men and they walk around like they succeeded in something. As we pay their pensions. Sorry, that's just the way I feel, Eduardo. But I'm not going to run for anything, so I could say what I want. Thank you for calling the show. Yeah, and skeletons go closet deep. I don't even get, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll die knowing I didn't leave anything in, on the table. Yeah, I ne- said everything that I wanted to say. Neither of us can run because for I've had such a hard time pretending that this nonsense that we're that this is a free country, land of the free, that we have capitalism, that it isn't one giant mafia with two different families. You know, they have the Godfather thing streaming. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, the only part of the Godfather that's even close to truth is when that scumbag Nevada senator, who was the precursor right. for Harry Reid, right. tried to shake down Corleone. That's the only part of that movie that's real. All right, we've only got about 35 seconds. I want to take Catherine and Ann. All right, listen, Catherine and Ann, it's rare I get two girls to call. Thank Amen. you very much for calling, and I promise that I will take you um, as soon as we get back. But if we've only got 30 seconds... Let's go out and get aggravated. What do you say? When I find myself in the circumstance of calling the survivors of people who have died, I don't want their deaths to be in vain. No, she wants the deaths of the people we celebrate to guarantee our freedom. She wants their death to be in in vain. These are people she can use to strengthen her tyranny, this walking punchline. What's going on now is the single greatest scam in the history of American politics. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. So nice to uh, look at my phone and not see messages from my wife of problems and money problems. And I'm wondering, am I, I can't be the only person who, you know, prior to this lockdown, really just looked at, doing well for your kids and, you know, for your future, and then realizing how economically devastating 
these two months are of stagnation. You know, I, I, I hear people say, like, we're going to turn it on and it's going to be great. I don't think they understand how vitally important it is to at least have, have the velocity of money in the economy in motion. You know, but I, I, unfortunately, I think we're all about to learn. Catherine, I promised I'd get to the call. Thank you so much for calling. You're welcome. And uh, those of us who are like-minded in this way, we have to be careful of our uh, of not getting a stroke or something like that. So uh, a word to you on that. Um, and if Macbeth won't mind, I'm kind of changing the subject because of which is something you said. I have to huh? quickly share a, a, a little story. I, I like this how we pretend like I have any say in the show. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I'm not turning, you know, no, uh, bait and switch or anything like that. But uh, so I get in my van on on, on Saturday. I was going to just cruise around, run some errands, um, drop some money where I could, and I headed to a local nursery. Whereupon I, I go to get a parking spot and kind of took in the the scenario, and I see a bunch of zombies going around checking out the plants, all with their masks on. So I start my car up and proceed to leave, and uh, I made a call, and I, now I guess the owner had stepped out, so I talked to the, the worker person. I said, what kind of Alice in Wonderland is this? I asked him that uh, you guys have masks. You all have masks on, I said, and you're outside. I said, I, will, I refuse to be a part of that, so... I'm, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. I didn't end up getting my plants there, so I don't know where else I'll go. But, uh, no, I, but listen, really quick that, to think. That happens. That happens a lot to people. And, and me, myself, I've had to change some of my behavior. I've been lucky. I walked in a few, you know, I go to one place specifically, one grocery store, and they don't, they don't bother me at all. But I've tried other ones, and I could, you know, see I've had people come up to me, and I just say, all right, I'll get out of here. I don't care. I don't need your stuff. I well, love, sure. You know, but, that's, but this was outdoors. But this is outdoors. Think about how stupid and, and it is. Really like quick. when you see the only person in a car, they're the only ones. They got a mascot. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So um, the other thing was uh, that's where the um, and when this when I called, um, you had played a clip of uh, uh, Lord Lightfoot, and uh, that's where the dumbing down of the schools come into play, where you have the um, the elites, and then you have the rest, and then those of us that are stuck here in the middle are smart like you to. Get the hell out of here, or uh, I don't know, suffer a stroke oh, eventually. I, 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 I don't gotta, know what I'm going to tell you, Catherine. It's not easy. I'm going to tell you right now the angst that it is put between my wife and myself and my friends. It's not easy to do this, but ultimately, you have to reach that point where you at least respect yourself more than you're seeking the approval of everyone else. Because the reality is, if you're a capitalist, if you're not in on this scam, you are you are the one funding it. I have too much respect for my effort in work to just let that happen. I can't let it happen anymore. I'm not going to be the pigeon that bails out the frauds. I'm just not going to do it. I'm, and I can, yeah. we could go through lockstep how real estate prices are where they were 20 years ago in Illinois. We could go through lockstep how the, the taxation of both your income and your real estate are going parabolic. They are going to go straight up. Because they have nowhere else to go. They just put together a budget where $40 billion Mm -hmm. on it is make-believe. They literally said, we need this from the government. They didn't get the okay, but it's in the budget. Because these are gangsters. These are scum. And they're not illiterate. They know what they're doing. You know what they're doing, Catherine? They're outsmarting us. I want to thank you for calling the Liberty Hour. We're going to go a little bit more... A national, a little bit more economic. If you're on the line, listen, you know I got a soft spot for you. I'm going to take you. 
If you want to be, it's 312-642-5600. Thank you so much. Sexy as a devil, even in a high-pitched voice. That's right. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. All right. I'm going to get into the next segment, and I'm going to address the fact my buddy, a dear friend of mine growing up, let's call him the Bebopper. He's a long, he's a third generation Bebopper. His wife, Tammy, she, they listen, and they're like, she keeps going. No names. She keeps going, why, why doesn't, is he not a Republican? No. No. I'm not. Right. I don't vote for socialism or against myself ever. I don't play the devil, the, the lesser of two evils. And I'll explain that and you're going to understand why. But in the meantime, Vince needs to vent and I'm all about <laughs> venting. How are you, Vince? Good, Sean. How are you? Love the show. Thank you. You know, I'm on Facebook and there's a thing, what's happening, uh, St. Charles. So I put a month ago and I looked before I did it. I says, okay, there's 400 cases. There was no deaths. And I says, well, Let's open up St. Charles. We're far enough out of the city in Cook County. We could do it. And it was amazing how much pushback I got. Uh And then I just was shocked. I mean, I can't believe people don't understand that we should work. Get back to work. I don't don't get it. I'm confused. And here's the thing, Vince. Even if you agree, let's say you think that and you want to stay home. I say, okay. Why prevent the rest of us from having that freedom? See, this is the point of, of America we've gotten to where politicians now can control everything. This is why I didn't, why my buddy's wife, this is why I'm not a Republican. Republicans feel this way too. They just want to control it. The flow of exchange of goods, the decision and contracts we make with our workers, with our uh, across the ocean workers, with whatever. It's, it's, it's to the point now where only politicians can tell us if it's okay to move. Now, how did we go from a representative republic? When, my, when we were kids, what did our parents say? You work for me. Where is the politician that works for the people? In uh, every well. aspect of our society, and your, this is a great example of how to show your kids how America is not to be celebrated for its freedom any longer. It's over with. It's over. And holidays like this are to be mourned, not celebrated. Because all of that is nonsense. We are literally asking permission to leave our house and i can't shake your hand i can't hug candace i can't kiss Macbeth. what the hell's going on yeah They're telling us what to do. it's insanity vince insanity and that's why you have to now recognize okay if you think it's bad in wave in round one what do you think yeah, round two is going to be like because it's coming and it's coming we're it about is. four or five months for round two right i mean that's flu season i agree i agree all right vince I agree. I'll be in the white, old, non-union-made sedan on my way to Florida. You keep up with me. (laughs) Thank you very much for calling. I will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Candace, you know I love when you call the show, kid, because you're my kind of crazy. What do you got? Okay. I agree with you. It it does feel like a morning. And I'm 
Menards and I let my husband go in because I am not going in with that stupid mask. And I stand outside and I talk to soldiers. There's a lot of soldiers and ex-soldiers that come out with their cute little hats. And I love old men. And they come out there and I talk to them. <laughs> I'm, I can't wait to be an old man and come across one of you. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, I just want to thank all the soldiers out there and to the families who lost their loved ones this Memorial Day. I do feel bad. And I feel worse because what did they exactly die for right now? That's how I feel. Like, what, what, what I mean, how offended must they be by, if you're really oh. tuned in on everything that's going on right now, could you imagine I mean, I these are the conversations, Candace, these are the conversation I was lucky enough to have. I was so blessed. My my mother's family, my mother was my parents got divorced. My mother's family all chipped in. They all took care of me. Four uncles in World War Two. Another that went to Korea. Legendary. My uncle in Korea. God only knows how many uh, enemy combatants he killed, but he was real good at it from what I understand. And they would talk to me constantly about why they did it. And then one, and my one uncle Junior, who was the guy from Korea, he would say, I knew, you know, back here my wife was pregnant. And I kept thinking to myself, I have to kill all of them because I cannot yeah. afford them to take my country and make it like North Korea. This is what they were yep. thinking. And I you, know. You know the difference between us and North Korea? We're a hybrid system. If that fat slob wants to, and by the way, he bears a striking resemblance to our fat slob. He just has Hillary Clinton's costume on. If he wants to lock his people down, it's almost as easy as here. It's just, I can't take it, brother. I can't take it. I, hey, I, is your, are you going to do a lawsuit for about your, um, you know, your wife's uh, hair salon? No, I, I, my wife isn't going to do anything. My, I'm not going to drag her into it. I wanted to do it. You know what I wanted to sue for? It's interesting. I have a lawyer that I talked to on Friday. You took my business from me. You took two and a half months, and you forever changed the trajectory of my businesses. Yep, where's my compensation? Mm-hmm. That's a takings clause. It's a Fifth Amendment case. Yep. You don't you get to do tell it, me. Really do. You don't get to tell me. No, you can't work. And you certainly don't get to tell me, and your option is, you can take a loan. Well, I got your loan right here. That's where your loan is. I don't take a loan, and you don't tell me to take one. And I don't take welfare. And you don't tell me if I use it for what you like, I can keep it. Who the hell are you to give away strangers' money? I'm sorry. I, I, I just have a little bit too much knowledge of how it's supposed to work and a little bit too much pride to be a willing socialist. Never. Not while there's blood in my veins. Thank you, Candace. I appreciate it. Mike, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Sean, I love you. I, you. I love your perspective. However, you are you get a little crazy. No Prop doubt about says, it. Prop says uh, we have to go slowly. The left has been working on this, Sean, for uh, since what, 68? Uh, I'll say since, since, since 1912, brother. Since since, really? since uh, Woodrow Wilson was an absolute Marxist and a brilliant one, he forever changed wow. the truth. Absolutely, what he did. I'm for not the, old enough or smart enough to remember what that. he did. However, with the money supply, sent, screwed us. Go ahead, Sean. I sent three of my kids to the University of Illinois, uh, and those college effing prof- pro- professors. Uh, uh, convinced them that America's rise to greatness was built on the uh, graves of Indians and backs of slaves. And I said, you can't certainly believe that. They're now in the workforce and they're softening. But Stalin said, we won't have to fire a single weapon if our intelligentsia 
teaches the young people that that America sucks. Mike, I'm gonna. I want you to look up an author, Di Lorenzo. You want to really see how radical I am? I'm so radical that I think that what Lincoln did to free states and free men, that only in this country could a president who resided over 800,000 Americans killing each other could be considered the greatest. If he was great, not a shot would have been fired. And the other thing that they never talk about is that slavery was already abolished in 13 states without a shot being fired. And that one of the really? most, absolutely, the most, some of the most successful Westerners to go West, the original frontiersmen were black. Did you know that? Wow. Did you know that there so were how more? Is he absolutely true. Such high regard? Be- a lot of lawmen, too. Propaganda. Did you know that there were far more indentured servants, which was how many, many of us came here? Most of our relatives sold their 12 years of slavery just for the the, the, the ability to come to this country. That's how they paid off the That's boat trip. That's how they trip. paid off the boat trip. Wow. So it, there's so Talk much misinformation. Contract. But see, you don't, get to, got nothing on those you don't get to pit society against each other. You know, I've been blessed. Yeah, what's the guy's name again? De Lorenzo? De Lorenzo. De Lorenzo. Yeah, he's a... He's I a, do know this. At my high school, every kid graduating failed when when asked on their uh uh social uh, uh political social test whether lincoln was a republican or a democrat every one of them failed he, he was a republican and read his speeches prior to his election you want to talk about a racist you know what his idea of freeing the slaves was you think he wanted what? them here he wanted to send them back to africa read about him it's called unmasking lincoln that's how radical i am but i'm going to tell you something you know this about anything, whether it's an argument with your wife or whether it's it's history. There's three sides. Both parties involved and then the truth, right? The truth is the one you gotta look for. Why would it so many that. why would this country go from nothing, a frontier, to the greatest superpower in history in the shortest amount of Freedom. time? Freedom. Freedom. So that's why they've tried to undermine that. it. Because politicians in a free you. society are nothing. Politicians Keep in my America going, sit in a corner. What's that? I keep keep it going. Thank you. I just hope this fat slob partying in Wisconsin in an open state this weekend gets protested. Yeah. Does he know Minardi? No, he's not talking about Minardi. He's oh. talking about Pritzker. Good oh, call, okay. though. Mm. I get it. Thank you very Bye, much, John. Mike. Thank you. I want to talk about one thing that happened to me. You'll like this, and it's it, Mike reminded me I of it before we get into the economics. Yeah. So the cigar store, I've got a deer customer who I haven't seen for a year. You allow deer in your oh, store? Damn it. The music already? Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell you about the customer, and then we're going to go into, I really want to go into the economics of what's going on here, brother. But we'll be back, 312-642-5600. With all these commercials, I should be making big money. This is the dumbest damn show on air. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody All right, so we're going to get to my story before we rip apart the economics of both parties. So I, ha- I first bought the store, I think I'm in my fifth, five and a half years now. And one of the first customers comes in and he looks like a chubby Phil Donahue, right? He's got the gray hair. And you could see by the way he's dressed, he got off the train. And right away you could pick up that he's a smart person. You just had that, you know persona and just from the words he was using in their early conversation and as time goes on you know i find out he is a professor who teaches at a teaching hospital and i'm not going to say the name good and um 
I, you know, you get to know somebody and you get to talk and he's talking about the kids and how they're going from room to room. I mean, this is a big time, right. very smart person. So we've become friends over these years. So I don't see him for about a year, if it's real close to it, because I, when he would come in, I'm not there, right? It's just scheduling. Mm-hmm. So he comes in today and he's got his bicycle costume on, which by the way, there are some pants, not 70 flattering. year old men should not wear. No. Let's start with bicycle pants yeah. and move there. They're like size 16 yoga pants. Yeah, you you're, know, not, you're not Lance not, Armstrong. Let's not do that. But anyway, wonderful guy. Right. And he comes in, he's retiring. So he's, cel- you know, he's c- celebrating his retirement. And he comes in and he's like, pulls his shirt up. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. You don't need that. You know? And he comes into the store and he goes, you know, Sean, he said, I'm thinking of you a lot because he knows my, my political beliefs. He's like, what I'm shocked at is... How much misinformation and conflicting information is coming out in the public? Because that is the principle of science. Science is an argument. It's not something that everyone... An ongoing argument. Yeah, it's not something that everyone agrees to, and it's something that is fluid. He's like, but I have to say this, it kind of reminds me of my replacement. And I said, what do you mean your replacement? He goes, I, I, you know, I, I recruited him and with the school's help and yeah. we recruited him. But he's a very nice guy. He goes, but he was the leader of his high school band, uh, a marching band. He was the, the, the big drum guy. He said, so he's very uniform and he needs something, you know, he needs things to be very specific and uniformed and laid out for him. He said, and I keep trying to tell him, you know, we're, adaptable. we're doctors. Yeah. I can give. This fat guy in aspirin, and I can give that skinny girl an aspirin, and they're two totally different things. Right. So you have to have that mindset of curiosity and willingness to listen to the other side. And do you know, that's how I look at even policy issues. I don't look at them through that eye of, I'm a Republican, and then I turn into Bill Brady and right. Durkin, and you're, you're a socialist who you know is a little better dressed, and you think you're a purebred. That's the only thing that happens when you have your mind made up before the information. He goes, so when it comes to this mask thing, there's so much data out there that it's not conclusive, not by a long shot. And it shouldn't be because you're going to be different than me and I to you. Can some people carry it and not know it? Absolutely. But some people could pick it up and never get it. So there's a lot of things going on. And he just, you know, he simply says it is truly an act of how weak the curiosity and the intellect is yeah. of the citizen. Yeah. And the, the, the uniformed of we're all in this together and we're all, you know, it's, it, it's about this coming together in one society and me sacrificing my freedoms for your comforts. Right. I mean, this is yeah. this is the ultimate example. And even the guilt used by the the Twitter bully and the Internet Facebook guy, it is about you sacrificing your freedom for someone else's mental comfort of which the science is. is it, they don't know. And you could tell they don't know when you hear them speak. Right. Well, it's more than that, too. And this, and I've noticed this over the last two weeks or so. And actually, my eight-year-old, credit to her, was the first one to notice this. Because I've she's got a little Chromebook. She got it from school. Sure. I say, when you have a question, you come ask me. Uh-huh. And then Google it uh-huh. and see wh- whether it's the same or different. And so that's been her exercise on everything. So she comes and asks me, she goes, are masks healthy or are they unhealthy? And I said, well, here's my opinion. Gave her my opinion. She Googled it. Guess what I see? The top ten 
things from Google. It's everything that all these idiots have been well, reciting sure. on Facebook. Both sides. Yeah, both sides. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, mask is going to give me CO2 poisoning. No, it's not. Uh, the mask is going to save me COVID. No, it's not. Yeah. It, 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 none of that's true. Right. And, and so what you see is people just, I'm going to Google this. I'm going to take the path of least intelligence, mm-hmm. right, and, and go with one of the top ten as opposed to actually getting in and using specific keywords to find exactly the information I need. And then I'm just going to come spouted as if I got a degree in this stuff. Yeah. It's just baloney. I mean, we can talk about we can talk about how, you know, like I used that example of that scumbag pedophile in my neighborhood that was right. guilting me. And how you, you, how you know right now the reality of how many bad people are profiting both from the $1,200 and yeah. from the unemployment and yada, yada, yada. But none of this would have been possible. If the, the self-respecting individual would have said, I will not disrespect my ancestors, my country, myself, by sacrificing my freedoms to your comfort. That's the end. I will decide for me. And I have a dear friend of mine who I love like a brother. Who's, you know, he's got a history of asthma. He's uh, my age. And he says, I, I'm not going to do it. Then by all means, brother, wear the mask. Go on unemployment. I think all of that should be available to them. I have no problem with it. Right. But at no time do you get to use me as a sacrificial lamb. Or instruct you on how you must live outside my, of your house. My time. And so all of this boils down to what Candace was saying. You have taken away my economic life. You have stripped me and handcuffed me of my freedom. Somebody owes me a check. See, because that's what the socialists want, right? You vote to take away my money or somebody you deem to be evil because they're rich. You vote to take it away because you say you've been affected. Now, whether you were or not, that's up for argument. This isn't. Right. I'm the victim. You're the victim. Other people are the victim. You know how many companies had to cut the salary in half? I got a a chief executive officer. Half. He's a victim. Doctors at my wife's clinic weren't taking paychecks for weeks. You're going to buy me off with your $1,200 silly money? Yeah, it ain't going to work. Let me tell you something, brother. I don't take the cheese, and I don't owe it. You ain't doing me a favor. And honestly, you've got a kid in college. You've got your mortgage. Oh, you've got businesses in, no mortgage, in here. and Well, whatever, but yeah. you've got businesses in here and oh, in, in Florida. The $1,200 is, is probably not four days expenses for you. Three leases. Outside of food. and Three leases, I got. Yeah. Okay, not to mention all the other. Now, I'm not crying me a river. I don't care. Here's the beauty of of fear. You're adaptable. Of, you'll make it. It's, that's what a capitalist is. You right. could take it away tomorrow, and I'll do it again, and that's I don't right. need your cheese. Right. right? That's just how stupid I am. Now, whether I that's do it or not, point. doesn't matter. But I, I here's the other thing. The reason I feel this way is because I've not compromised myself. There is a movement going on right now that is so pervasive, and I am so disgusted because it has started by these fraud people calling themselves Republicans, ex-GOP. And these people irritate me more than a stone in my shoe. And it is these fraud virtue signaling buffoons telling you, I'm a Republican and you need to vote for Biden. Listen to me now. It is, I don't vote for the Republican who surrounds himself with Democrats, has Keynesian economic policies, buys off farmers, writes money, picks favorites, controls every aspect of the economy, because that's really a Democrat. So I don't vote Democrat for that reason. But to think 
that the alternative is to cast aside your very eyes and vote for this idiot? Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. Two idiots. Listen, I want something for my community. You mean other than freedom? Other than the opportunity to succeed? At least he's honest. It's nice to see he's honest. He wants something for nothing because his community deserves it. The other idiot in the diaper he's talking to is a 50-year fraud. You ain't black. Mafia scumbag. That's what Joe Biden is. And we could go lockstep. And by the way, this isn't new news. It is for the Fox News crowd. I know that it's new news. Oh, his son's been rich. His brothers and his sister, he's been doing this for 50 years. Joe Biden is the biggest scumbag still alive, which, by the way, I can't figure that out. Still alive. And he's running for office. And people who claim to not be socialists and not be corrupt, have the audacity to tell you that this fraud is an option? They are the scum now. Beware the Republican telling you to vote for Biden. That's a scumbag. 312-642-5600. I don't like it here. I'm tired of being afraid all the time. I've decided not to stay. I doubt they'll kick up any fuss. Not for an old like me. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So I got a call. They didn't want to come on, but they accused me of just thinking of one particular person. P-footing was the uh, was the term. That's not that's not at all. How could you say You're going that? after the sentiment, I think. What about, are we supposed to forget about Lane Bryant's favorite triple XL? Megan McCain and 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 her philosophy. How about how about the mannequin, the mannequin Obama, the guy who the architect of Obamacare disguised as a Republican in his magic burlap underpants, Mitt Romney, or how about the fat kid from the fraternity, Ogre, who somehow taught himself how to read, Jonah Goldberg. These are all the the think tanks. Not to mention the other guy with the with the squirrel on his head. I don't mean Pete Silvestri. George Will. George Will. Yeah. These are all of the intelligentsia of the GOP. These are all of the hardcore conservatives. They're principled. Don't you remember George Will? He's a man of principle. And Meghan McCain, she's daddy's little girl with issues. They're the the Republican conservatives. And the world would have been better if only her daddy won. Now they're advocating for this corrupt, this picture of corrupt Democrat mafia. If only he knew where he parked his car, in his diapers, that he cannot form a sentence. He is a stumbling, bumbling, I think old man, but at that age, it's changing. Waiting for rice pudding and Nurse Cratchit to tell him where his room is. And you're going to let this idiot come within a thousand miles of running the country? I don't like Trump. You, cut, you Listen to me. Keynesian economics is an absolute atrocity. All of the things that are happening, if you listen to this show and you can go on iTunes and check a year ago when I told you about the abuse 
of muscling the Fed. You remember those conversations? When I talked about the corporate debt and the ridiculousness of printing money and hiding it in the repo market, you know all those things we don't talk about anymore? You know all of those those common denominators that have created the idea where you're no better than Mark Wahlberg was in the perfect storm? We're just going up the wave right before it rolls us over? That's all because of Keynesian Trumponomics. COVID didn't help, but the problem was there for three years beforehand. Listen, if government printing money up and giving it to people to pretend that they're successful worked, the Soviet Union would still be a superpower. It doesn't work for long. Does it show some positive corruption in the middle that looks like success? Yeah, we call that the Dow Jones. It works a little bit in a little specific areas. But when you stop talking about how fraudulent Keynesian economics is and you start picking managers of it and conservatives, instead of demanding that the Republican go back to principles, says the answer is to vote for a scumbag, then they're liars and they're cheats and they're frauds and they're self-aggrandizing, hiding behind the shield of virtue, acting superior because they can't conceal their hatred or articulate it in a manner that makes sense. So their frustration just makes them hate the man versus the policy. I get accused of being a never Trumper. You're dead wrong. Listen, you know, Dan Proft will always make fun of me. I got a lot of similarities to that son of a gun. I'm a little more loyal to the first wife, but I got a lot of similarities. I love women who speak like Natasha from Bullwinkle ever since I was a kid. Love it. I love the idea that, hey, if I could if I could sign my name and you'll give me a casino and an airline, I'd probably do it. I love the idea that you get to walk around in a suit that you look ridiculous in and everybody says you look great. Love it. Yeah. I would love to be true. Get to lean forward because of the lift. And I'll tell you this, I believe he's a good person when you get through all of the nonsense of some kid trying to fit in. I think ultimately, if you ever get that to sit down with him, is probably very, very close to exactly the paradigm that's on, going on. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, well, duh. But but that's he's not from royalty. His father was a swindler. Doesn't necessarily carry into sort of professional life, but he's in a position where, um, you know, look aside the narcissism and stuff like that. He's in a position where he's he's just trying to get things right. Because that's yeah. the best interest for people around him. That's the best yes. interest for you and me. That's in the best interest wish, of him. That's the best. I just wish he'd wake up. I wish somebody would take one of those audible books. The message from could be better. Hayek or Rothbard or Von Mises or I guess Friedman, although he betrayed me a little bit. Just put it on him at night and he'd wake up and be a capitalist. We'd all be better off if he understood it. But that doesn't mean his intention is wrong. In fact, I think he's a good hearted trying to do the best he can. Just simply wrong. But he's got to win especially in the face of this low-life fraud. Now, the, what I will do is tell you I practice what I preach. When I came, push came to shove, I simply wrote not good enough. If you can't hold your nose and do the lesser of two evils, I understand me either. But under no circumstances do you pull the lever for this walking fraud. Joe Biden, what are you? I, mean, it's, it, I almost slipped. Didn't. What are you, some sort of a moron? Technically, you could say that. What are you, some sort of a moron? And people who would pretend to be conservative and care about the, the, the world or the country to tell you that we could endure this, 
Not for a minute or a day. And we haven't even seen the dimwit he's going to pick for VP. 312-642-5600. Quiet. Turn off your mic. Yeah, we'll turn your mic off. You don't know when to shut up. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. So the reason I say this is that we're not getting the real truth economically. We've been lied to for for decades, not years. It's not specifically Trump's fault. It's fraud Republicans, the same kind that would tell you to vote for Joe Biden. And if we're going to fix this, it's not going to come out of Washington, D.C. They're not going to do anything for us. They're going to fix it for themselves. Right. Well, if they fix the problem, there's nothing to run on next time. So it's sort of. And, and, And we know that. Nothing profits more from failure than government. In fact, that is the machinery that is their system. I mean, the idea that no one is talking about this last couple, what is, it was $3 trillion for us and $6 trillion, or no, what was it, $6.2 trillion? $6.2 trillion. Two for us and four for the Federal Reserve. Yes. Then they, but that was after they did $2 trillion. So now we're at $8.2 trillion. Then there was another trillion dollars prior to that when it first came out. The PPP was separate also, right? All separate. So you're at $10 trillion, and nobody's talking about the fact that we just set another record for delinquencies on both residential and commercial mortgages. After all the free cheese, you still, in fact, you're dwarfing the numbers from 2008 dwarfing them and and that they gave they they pushed this money out to their corporate friends the bill was written it's they say it's 1800 pages who wrote it you want to, is there one of you that believes a politician wrote one word of it the companies who got the first touch of the money wrote it damn it just like the same ones that wrote tarp were the banks just like the same ones that wrote Obamacare was Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and the pharmaceutical company. It's the same nonsense. And instead of us doing it, that's 10 years ago. Barack Obama is 12 years ago when he was elected. We're still letting these fraud companies that we're paying, that we're bailing out, write the damn bills, and nobody says boo? So if you're going to change that, brother, who do you think is going to change it? Do you think this idiot's going to change it? Do you think Chucky Schumer is? But no. The highest priority of Senate Republicans lies in promoting conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's a conspiracy theory. His entire existence in politics, 40 years, is only mirrored by more scum than Joe, it's Joe Biden. They're one and two. The oldest, the most corrupt, the most linked to dirty black money are those two idiots. And some Republican would tell you that if you're a real Republican, you'd vote for Joe Biden? You big dummy. Exactly right. It's bad enough. I got to hear Republicans tell me to vote for a Democrat in Donald Trump. I can't take it. So what do I do? I would never advocate you vote for Joe Biden. Go hit a golf ball. Smoke a cigar. That's the best you or, should do. Or throw a vote toward a third-party candidate since we're in a winner-take-all state that's not going to go to a Republican anyway. 
and maybe they get 5% and get some federal funding the next time the elections come around. So you want to know what blew it this year? Just his idea. That Justin Amash had a, yeah. had a chance yeah. to kind of reset the Libertarian Party. Mm-hmm. Because it, he's a serious guy. He's a, he's a man of principle. If you ever look at his record. And he's outspoken. But if you look at his record, mm-hmm. it is 99.9% of course. not just conservative, American. Yeah, That's the kind of politician the Founding Fathers wanted us to have. But instead of being a man and saying, I'll do it, I got to watch this freak show of the Libertarian Party. What are you going to, you're going to get McAvee again or that other idiot? What was the Gary guy? Johnson. Bob, Gary Johnson. I mean, until they get serious, I'm not going to get serious about Isn't that. Isn't McAfee still a federal fugitive? How, how does that work? You want an entertaining <laughs> an entertaining segment? I think it's on Showtime. He's a, he's like that DeLorean type of fugitive, though. Like, where you want to, like, nah, something doesn't smell right and about the way they set him up. He makes DeLorean look like a saint. He well, DeLorean is, was a saint. He's such a scumbag. When, there's a, I'm telling you, there's a documentary on Showtime. Yeah. Watch what he did. He clearly is responsible for the death of his neighbor in Belize. Mm. Prior to that, he was living like some two-bit gangster. Yeah, I haven't seen I mean, he is a scum among scum. And anybody, I, wouldn't, I, I would say that about a country club that let that scumbag in it, let alone a political party where this guy literally was almost the nominee. What happened? We lose Peggy? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Hung up. It's all right. Did, um, so to me, yeah. Macbeth, if we don't get our house in order, I, I, you want to know what? I, I'm going to tell you right now. I honestly think it's too late. You know, I could I could bring somebody on who doesn't. Would you want to have that conversation? Yeah, okay. because I want somebody to tell me how when the conservatives are practicing socialism, there's hope for capitalism. Right. Now, I've felt this way since Bush did it. I just think Bush was another guy who was a kind, probably hearted guy. Maybe I don't believe he's smart enough to be that devious. I do think the people around him were. And on this Memorial Day, let us never forget the 18-year atrocity that that idiot got us into. 18 years. 19 now. 19 years. We're having a Memorial Day. You got kids. You don't even admit it. You don't even admit it because it was under his administration and Victoria's real secret, known as Carl Rove, that ladies underpants wearing freak that he is, how he decided to hire mercenaries so you could keep the casualties off the record. Yeah. Scumbag. Peggy, thanks for calling the show. Hi. I wanted to... Um, you calling me from a tomato can? I wanted to tell you something really funny. All right. And they're not usually too many funny stories, but this is hilarious. Not without me in a prom tuxedo. Go ahead. Well, oh, you know, when, when Peggy, this guy got... Peggy, we got to go to commercial. Hang on. We're going to come back to funny stories with Peggy. It might be a new segment. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. Short break, Peggy. Hang on. No one in Washington is listening. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, an AM560. All right, this is the Liberty Hour. It's our last segment. This is the fastest two hours of my Sunday, man. It really, really is. And my favorite two hours. Let's go to Funny Stories with Peggy. Peggy, how are you? Peggy? Yeah. You didn't go to the bathroom, did you? (laughs) All right, go ahead. What do you got? Actually, it's a story about, um, you know, the the Justice Department. Oh, those are all funny. That was convicted and everything and, like... um, they said, just go through the, the court and you'll be exonerated. It's normal. And the judge, Sullivan, 
said, oh, no, we have to check into it further. I don't know. That's not that funny. Crazy. And so they sent it to the U.S. Court of Appeals. Now, the U.S. Court of Appeals is a workhorse. Is it going they to get all funny? They work and they get none of the glory, okay? No. Uh-huh. And they said, are you out of your mind? This is illegal. It's against the law. And it's illegal. you're out of procedure. You're a judge. Don't you know any better? Mm-hmm. Instead, they said, give us 10 days. Uh-huh. Give you 10 days to come up with some kind of a face-saving Pe- thing. Peggy, you know, I, how's this going to be fun? Teach your heart out Supreme Court because they would have loved to have had. Okay, yeah. Oh, we must have dropped that. Executive decision. That wasn't going on funny, though. Let's, let's funny, take David. Funny is they gave the David judge a horse laxative. Yes. And then, you know, the guy, yes. Roberts came out yelling, Judge, yes. you know. Somebody fell in funny. manure. Yes. Yeah. All right, David. Yeah. A little Biff Cannon you? moment. You better be. Not that you can't top that, but go ahead, David. <laughs> hey, how are you? Wonderful. Um, I was at like something like a farmer's market for ten hours today, walking around, and sure. I, I was not, <laughs> I was not uh, in fear of getting the coronavirus because I know two bits of clap. information. Yeah, well, go ahead. <laughs> uh, two bits of information. One, I think it was the Black Plague. Uh, they started putting patients outside, and they started getting better quicker. Uh, uh, yeah, they put them in sunlight, direct sunlight. Yeah. In fact, you know what's funny, yeah. David? Pritzker, or it was either Pritzker or Lightfoot. I mean, the only thing that separates them is Trying about stop 200 people pounds. from going outside? Same suit. Yeah. Uh, they want to stop you from going outside when everybody since the beginning has said vitamin D in the sun is like the best thing for you. Well, not only that. So it's that, the sunniest day in three months, and right. they want you to stay inside. Right. Well, not only that, but but you know, on any surface, on your beard, on your hands on your cup on your car sunlight is a disinfectant sunlight will break down right the sunlight turns skin tur- sunlight turns skin oil into vitamin d is that why i look like george hamilton when i'm in florida <laughs> yeah. i can't answer that all right um, especially with your the shirt other thing off. is there was a there was an expert on uh, the trump show like the trump daily briefing like two weeks ago and he said the trump trump show. <laughs> <laughs> i thought there was fox okay go ahead when good Trump's you know, the bad. daily briefing, I call yeah. it the Trump show. And there was an expert, he said, uh, in their test that UV light kills the virus in a minute and a half. Yep. Really? So, in fact, the sun has you know, UV light. Yeah, Let I'm me tell all you, for it. Thank you, David, for calling the show. Sean, you know, uh, in a previous life here, I spent over a decade as an HVAC contractor. Mm-hmm. And we were putting in UV antimicrobial ductwork setups, you know, 20 years ago. Sure. This is not some new thing. Of course not. This is not some some novel science. It's only because people are ignorant, and they have never th- even thought about this before. They've never read a Michael Crichton book, never mind looked oh. up any kind of virology. Listen, when I was a kid, you know what the parents said? Get the hell out of the house. Get out of the house. Yeah. Go stand. I don't care You're what you You're not do. allowed inside until the streetlights are on. My that was our rule. My used to tell me, you don't, you, you don't want to do anything? Then go stand in the yard. Get out of my house. Yeah. I'll never forget that. And you would you would figure out how to do it because they knew being outside was good for you my on mom. many levels. Locked my my brother gave me a Sega Genesis for my uh, was it ninth birthday eighth birthday it was brand new right. I don't have any video games? I'm old. And and before that I had Pong and Atari twenty six hundred and even Atari fifty two hundred which is this giant piece of crap. Anyway. Careful, you're topping Peggy. Get to yeah, the yeah, this Go is ahead. actually funny. My mom used to lock up my Sega Genesis. Yeah. Go outside. You come back. Yeah. It's dark. You can play for fifteen minutes. Everybody before you go knows to bed. that. Everybody but Lori Nobody Lightfoot. limits kids like that now. 
Are you having fun, all you Democrats? Is this the liberalism you voted for? Because it looks a lot like Nazism. Or should we just call it Stalinism? Because everyone thinks Stalin was better than than the Nazis, rather than ten times worse. You need to re-educate your kids because they've been taught by these idiots how to be slaves. Not on Memorial Day. Not here. I've had a great time. We'll probably have a rerun next week, but it it was good. The show is over. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.